Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of Blush. I'm Tiffany, and I'm here with my co-host, Heva. Heva, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing well. Well, I'm kind of doing well. I'm also having a lot of issues. Oh. So you guys might recall a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how my V was going through a bit of a depression and acting out and stuff. As you guys might know from last week, I have been hanging out with Van Guy pretty much nonstop for the past week. And we have been intimate. Also, the D does match the van and he is extremely well endowed. Oh my God. We've come a long way since micro penis days. I mean, I have now seen the full spectrum of human genitalia. If he ever listens to this podcast, I'm so sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. It's about to get so much worse. Oh, no. Okay. Honestly, I'm sharing this in part because I'm hoping someone knows something about what's going on with me because there's no way in fuck I'm going to a doctor about any of the problems that I'm having. So problem number one is my V has been spasming is the best way I can describe it. Like I'll just be sitting and all of a sudden the muscles start. It's kind of like an eye twitch. Have you ever had an eye twitch? How it'll like twitch real quick and it's really fucking annoying. Yeah, it's been doing that. It's not pleasant. I don't know what the fuck it is. Number two, and this one's really, really, really bad. The back of my throat. Oh my God, Heva. (laughs) (laughs) Is searing in pain. I took two ibuprofen today and Tiffany, you know, I never take ibuprofen. Like I have never had such a sore throat in my entire life. I, and I've had strep like thousands of times and it is like no strep that I've ever had. I mean, I want to cry every time I swallow. I have no idea what to do with myself. Like my entire body's wrecked. Honestly, I'm sending him to his friend's apartment tomorrow. Like I, my body needs a break. Like I, I can't. Like this is too much for me. That's like the biggest compliment to him ever. But also, like he's probably like, oh shit. There's not much I can do about that. It kind of is what it is. Yep. The thing with size is if you're well endowed, good for you. Congratulations. But it is kind of a double-edged sword. (laughs) I mean, clearly. It's literally a double-edged murder weapon that is (laughs) destroying all of my orifices. I love this journey for you. I think this is amazing. And, you know, this is a good problem to have. I always say that when it's something... That's coming from a place of positivity, in a sense. Maybe it's negative, but it's a good negative. 
So other than Van Guy having a literal van inside of his <laughs> pants, I'm guessing things are going really well overall. Yeah. I mean, you know me. I never do this shit. Like, I never am just like, oh, we meet the first day. Like, let's bang the first night and then never be separated again. <laughs> like, that's not my MO. Usually I'm like, all right, we can hang out for two hours and then I need you to go home because I need my alone time. Yeah. But it's been really, really different with him. And one thing in particular that's been really different is, you know, I've talked a lot on this podcast about how I'm going to keep dating around until, I mean, really until I'm like walking down the aisle, like I'm not going to stop. But last week I was supposed to have a date actually with SoCal guy, uh, you know, cat photo guy. And I ended up canceling it because I was just so wrapped up in Van Guy that it just felt weird and disingenuous to go out on a date with another guy and act like everything's normal and everything's the same when I've been, you know, hanging out nonstop every single day with this guy and so enamored with him. And I guess it's just kind of interesting to me. Because we do talk a lot on this podcast about, you know, if you're single, be single, keep dating around. And I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And this is just one of those exceptions to the rule. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to keep dating. I, you know, I probably will start going on dates with other guys unless something happens with bad guy and we become exclusive. But it's just interesting that I really have just absolutely no desire to and I'm letting myself honor that for once yeah and we do say to date if you are single but I think there are exceptions to that situation because I don't want any girls listening to this and getting any ideas like this probably does not apply to you number one he's been staying with you naturally when you're staying with someone it escalates the situation you guys get to know each other on a deeper level very quickly yeah and you guys have been talking and I think at the end of the day you want to be genuine to what you're feeling it's what you said you don't want to go on a date with another guy and be sitting there thinking about another guy that's not fun yeah absolutely yeah that kind of brings us to our topic where sometimes it's not that cut and dry sometimes you can't just be like oh I'm talking to this person I'm gonna focus on them mainly because they might be talking to someone else too and I kind of said that to you I said like look that's great that you're making that decision and I I love that and you should be genuine to your feelings but the first thing I said is I wouldn't have that expectation for him I'm not saying he is or he isn't but You just don't know what's going on with him and where he's at. And just because if he's not where you're at doesn't mean he doesn't have genuine feelings for you. Yeah, absolutely. And if he was seeing other girls, I mean, A, I'm not entirely sure how he'd be pulling that off considering he's been like inside of my asshole this entire week. (laughs) Not literally. Not literally. the only hole (laughs) that has not been corrupted by him. we have to protect your asshole at all costs because it sounds yeah, like that's just a no-go zone it's not even I don't even do that with I didn't even do that with micro penis I sure as shit I'm not putting his donkey dick in there well micro penis would be like wiping your butt if you guys did that <laughs> that's the sensation you would have <laughs> But yeah, it's not always that cut and dry. I think 
it can get really, really complicated. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the stickier situations that we come across isn't even dating, but it's when you're seeing someone and they're friends of the opposite gender or whatever gender they're attracted to are in play. 1,000%. And we actually came to this topic because a friend of ours who listens to the podcast DM'd me and she kind of told me about a situation that she's in where she's dating a guy, it's long distance, and he's friends with a girl, and it seems like his friendship with this girl is just a little bit, I guess, weird. Like, they don't have boundaries. Like, she comes over randomly. I think they're neighbors as well. It's just kind of a weird situation, and she was like, how do you think I should handle this? And... I was really honest with her about my opinion and it's funny I gave her my opinion and she was like shit I wish I asked you earlier because I already had done something and I was like look it's fine but then I was thinking about it and I was sitting with it and I was like wow this is such a common problem and I've been on both ends of the spectrum I think all women we've been the girl that is dating a guy who has a girlfriend that is kind of a little weird maybe we don't know or there's still an ex that's in the picture or we've been that girl that the other girl is a little worried about for whatever reason I've definitely been on both ends especially the latter just because I don't date a lot and I have a lot of guy friends but I've had so many girls be suspicious of me and my friendships with guys and there's never been anything there or anything to worry about but yeah and you know when she asked me about it I said, I was like, I wouldn't say anything. Like, that's point blank my advice. I really wouldn't say anything, specifically if it's a friend. Now, we'll talk about the other situation. If it's someone that he has a history with, that's a little different. But if he's saying it's just strictly a friend, I mean, if you're not his girlfriend, there's really nothing you can do. Yeah, I agree. I will say, though, and you mentioned this earlier, that you could ask questions to get more information. I actually, one of my best friends, we can call her Chrissy for the sake of this story. She was seeing this woman, we can call her the cunt. In case you can't tell, I really like her. Yeah, we love her. If someone fucks me over, I don't give a shit. But if someone fucks my friends over, I will fucking hate them. I'm the same exact way. Yeah, I'm just protective. So yeah, yeah. the cunt. Um, so Chrissy was seeing the cunt for a while. And <laughs> the, I can't believe I'm calling her this. We'll call cunt. her the C. We'll call her the, the C. C. The C. The C lived with this other woman. Chrissy was never allowed over at their house because the roommate was uncomfortable with COVID or so she said. And there were always little things that made her suspicious. And then at some point, it got to the point where she just went and looked her up on Facebook and did a deep dive and figured out that actually they're not just roommates. They used to be engaged and had broken up a few months ago. And the cunt had been lying about everything the entire time they were seeing each other. Oh my God. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. 
And I was talking to Chrissy about it today and she was like, honestly, I wouldn't change much. Like I wouldn't have confronted her. I wouldn't do anything differently. If when I look back on it, the only thing I would do differently is I wish I'd asked a few questions from the get go. Yeah, I agree with that completely. And I said this to my friend. I said, I think you need to meet her. I think you need to meet her, engage the situation and do your due diligence and be a detective and ask questions, but never in an aggressive manner. Because here's the thing. And here's the thing with guys. The moment they sense that you're threatened by a girl, they're just going to think you're insecure. That's Mm -hmm. all they're going to think. They're not going to think you have any room to say shit. They're going to think you're insecure. And then the next thing they're going to think, if you say something, if you bring it up, if you confront him and you guys aren't boyfriend, girlfriend, I promise you I could swear up and down every guy is going to say to himself, if she's making these demands when she's not my girlfriend... If she is questioning my relationships with people when she's not my girlfriend, when she's trying to get me to cut someone out of my life, when she is not my girlfriend, I can't imagine how this woman's going to act when I make her my girlfriend. Every guy that's hearing this right now is like a hundred fucking 10%. They are judging you based on that. So he's just going to be turned off by it. You have no power and you have no way to win. Yeah. It's so true. And I do think meeting them is nice. I mean, I have a ton of guy friends and well, I never really date, but let's say, let's say (laughs) I was starting to date someone. I would love to introduce my guy friends to that person. I mean, they're all guys. They can all, you know, we can all hang out together and I have nothing to hide. See, I feel like me and you always fall on opposite ends a little bit of this spectrum where like I'm always a little sus about a male female friendship. And I feel like with my boyfriend, honestly, it doesn't even have to do with gender. It's like, why do you even need friends in general if you have me? (laughs) Am I not enough? I mean... (laughs) Like, I'm giving you everything. Like, I'm fun. Like, you can tell me anything. And you get to have sex with me. Like, why do you need anyone else? Like, I don't care if it's man, woman, alien. I'm giving all. So, like, just cut everyone out. Yeah. Plus, I have, like, 14 different personalities. So, it's like having 14 (laughs) different friends. I mean... Well, you don't like the nice, cool one? Cool. I can get real fucking crazy real quick. So, God, that is so fucking true. It's so fucking true. Every day I could be a new person for you. You don't need friends. You have me and my 300 levels of emotions. And and I think Kiva can agree with this. I'm so much to take as it is. How do you have time for friends? Yeah, seriously. But you can't prove that and you can't really say that until you lock him down. No, definitely not. This is, let's just say they're completely platonic. But now, what if there is a bit of a history there? I actually, I have experience with this. So when I first started dating the comedian, the first night that we hung out, he was like, listen, I think I'm falling in love with you. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, you know, a little bit of a weird thing to say to someone you don't really know, (laughs) but sure, okay. And then he's like, but I just want to be super clear and upfront about this. I have this girl in LA who 
you know, we've been talking for years. I always thought if I was going to end up in a relationship, it would be with her. And I was like, okay, I, I mean, are you guys exclusive? And he was like, oh, absolutely not, not at all. But she is in the picture. There is something there. And we're supposed to go see, there was a fish show coming up. And he's like, we're, she's flying to the East Coast and we're supposed to go do that together. And so I was like, okay, well, that's, you know, I mean, we just met tonight. Like, I sure as shit, I'm not going to tell you to stop seeing her. We're not exclusive. You and her are not exclusive. I see nothing wrong with this. I mean, was it my favorite thing in the world? No, but I had zero right to tell him to stop seeing her. And they had all this history. I really wanted him to have certainty that he didn't want to be with her before anything could happen with us. Like I didn't want him ever to in the back of his mind be like, fuck, should I have, you know, seen where things went with LA girl. And so I was really chill about it. And it was one of the things that he has told me really made him fall for me, how easygoing I was about it. And again, I, I don't think I was being a doormat. I don't think anyone was doing anything wrong. And she did come for the music festival and they, I mean, for the fish show and they had that weekend together and he called me the instant she left and he was like, there's nothing there. There's no connection there. Like I was thinking of you the entire time. And after that, he completely ended it with her and they actually haven't spoken since, even since him and I have broken up. So, you know, even if there is a history there, I think it's, that's, fine if you're not exclusive I don't think you have any right to say anything a hundred percent let him make that decision I think you handle that perfectly yeah it was one of my finer moments honestly <laughs> and then it was like all downhill yeah. <laughs> a week later he's like what happened to this chill cool girl I used to know personality number 13 came out <laughs> I think the important thing to note, though, is he wasn't your boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, if he was my boyfriend, it would have been completely different. But he wasn't. He owed me nothing. Even if you're in that early stages and he's doing something, you could always do this. If you guys aren't boyfriend, girlfriend yet, but you're like really fucking close. I always like saying this to guys. I have no issue with you doing it, but just know I'm going to do the same exact thing. Yep. So if you're going to go get drinks with a girl that you have a history with, I'm calling some guy I fucked and I'm going to go get drinks with him. <laughs> and if you're cool with that, if you're cool with that, then I'm cool with that. Yeah. And frankly, as you should. I mean, I wasn't seeing other people, but I should have been. Yeah. Another thing that I think is interesting, I was talking about this with Van Guy today, just about the topic of what we were recording. And he was like, well, is this a friend who, like, who came first, the girl that he's seeing or the friend? And I was like, well, presumably the friend. And then I was like, oh, that's an interesting point, though. What if you're seeing someone and they're just continuously making new friends of the opposite sex and hanging out with them? Like, that's a little weird, right? Yeah. And I also think like if you're in a hardcore relationship, like how do you have time to hang out with all these other friends? Right. You know, why are you meeting random people of the opposite sex? Where is that all coming from? It's different if it's for work or if it's professional mm -hmm. reasons, but to just go get drinks with another girl on a Friday night, that's fucking weird. Yeah, it is. If it's work, that's so fucking different. Yeah, yeah. 
work school yeah but i'm saying like why are we getting drinks on a friday night like that's bizarre and you know the reason why i wouldn't say anything even if it was my boyfriend is because i've been that girl on the other side and i was dating a guy it got very serious very quickly and then it demolished very quickly and it was a long distance situation we had pretty much ended things. Well, at least for me, I knew that this was not a person that I wanted to be in a relationship with. And he came out to LA for other reasons. And we ended up getting dinner. It was very platonic. It was very cordial. We had just recently kind of ended it. But I don't think in his mind, it was 100% over. Right. You know, like, I think he still held out some idea that maybe there still had potential. But for me, I was pretty much done. But I wanted to be cool. I wanted to keep things on good terms. So I went and got dinner with him. And he casually mentioned that he was talking to another girl in the city that he lived in. And I was like, great. Like, love that for you. I think that's awesome. And it seemed like there was a teeny bit of an overlap between us where right as things were kind of fizzling out, he almost exactly during that time started talking to this chick. And to be honest, when I look back on it, I think a part of the reason things fizzled out between us is because of that other girl. I think she was in the same city. I think he had more interest in her than he did with me. And there was a lot of other shit that went down. But I do think that probably had an effect on it. And I was like, look, I think that's great. He showed me pictures of her. I was like, cool, like you should date her. We went out to dinner a few times. He left Los Angeles. And I didn't really talk to him after that. I think he might have texted me here and there, but nothing really consistent. And I had pretty much washed my hands of it. I was like, we're done. Like, this is over. I'm sitting at dinner. And... It's a late dinner. I'm sitting in a restaurant and he texts me, hey, don't talk to me anymore. I have a girlfriend. (laughs) And I was like, what? Like, I'm so confused. I'm like, I haven't talked to this guy in like a week or two. Like, and if I've ever, if we've ever texted each other, he's always been the one that's texted me first. So I'm literally looking at this text like, okay, congrats on having a girlfriend. Like, I don't even know what to say. And then he calls me. And I'm like, look, I can't pick up. I'm at dinner. Text me again. Okay, I just wanted to, you know, talk to you really quickly. Can you call me back? And I'm like, maybe like, is this urgent? Like, I'm so confused by the series of texts and calls I'm getting. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me. Call me when you get out of dinner. I leave dinner. I'm in an Uber actually on the way to see a guy. (laughs) And I call him and I'm like, hey, like, what's up? And a fucking girl picks up. And I was so taken aback. She's like, hey, are you talking to my boyfriend? And I'm like, wait, what? I haven't talked to him in weeks. If we've talked, it's been him texting me. Like, no, I, I, I'm not talking to him at all. Like, we're done. And she's like, okay, well, he keeps telling me that you're texting him. And I'm like, well, you have his phone. She's like, I know you're not texting him. And I was like, okay, well, I think then we're good, right? Like, I think this is you're seeing I'm not texting him. She's like, I know, which is why I wanted to talk to you because I'm really confused. And I was like, look, sweetie, 
I have no interest in this guy. I'm being so fucking genuine with you. I have no reason to lie to you woman to woman. But I'm just saying this right now. If you feel the need to call me because I don't know what this guy is saying to you or not saying to you, but clearly there is not a level of trust there. Mm-hmm. I really think you need to rethink this relationship. Yeah. I was really honest with her and I felt honestly genuinely bad for her. Yeah. At that point I did. <laughs> so we get off the phone and I'm like, what the, like at first I felt bad. And then I was kind of like, what the fuck? Why are you calling me and dragging me into your messy ass shit? Like, I don't want to be a part of this. He obviously ends up finding out that we talked is like kind of embarrassed, kind of mad, calls me and is like, look, I'm really sorry. Like she's really threatened by you all this stuff. And I was like, are you telling her there's still a thing between us? And he was like, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I still have interest in you. And I'm like, dude, these (laughs) games, you're playing with fucking fire. Like you're fucking with this girl's head. She ended up making him block me on all social media platforms because he kept watching my Insta stories And she DM'd me, really concerned that I was DMing him and I wasn't. It was aggressive. And this happened over the course of like six months. I will say there was a point when all this was going on where he was blocking me and she was DMing me and he kept texting being like, I'm so sorry. I was like, wow, I have a lot of power in this situation. (laughs) I want to be honest. If I had any sort of feelings for him, I would have been like, man, maybe this guy really fucking likes me and he just can't live without me. And he's like fucking up his relationships over me. And maybe I need to look into this again. But I didn't. So I didn't think of that. Or if I was some fucked up chick, I would have been like, wow, like this is kind of fucking flattering, right? But I'm not. I felt bad. I was like, I don't want to be in this fucking mess. And that's my lesson to all you ladies. Don't give that girl so much fucking power because I'm not a shitty person. I did have empathy. But if I was a shitty person, I don't know. It was very fucking empowering. A lot of girls Mm -hmm. could take that level of power and run with it, especially if there is an inkling of feeling that she could have for him. It's going to ignite it even more. Right. So I think we all agree that you shouldn't bring it up with the guy if you're not exclusive. But let's say you are exclusive. This is your boyfriend and he has a girl in his life, a female friend, whatever, and it kind of bothers you. How do you think you could bring it up or could handle it? If she doesn't understand boundaries and she's like calling a lot or texting a lot, or wanting to come over a lot, I think you need to pin it as, hey, like, we should be number one. When you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. with someone, that person should go above and beyond everyone else. And she needs to know her fucking place. He's no longer single. You're the priority. He needs to make you the priority and make it very fucking clear to her that she is not that. But it is by no means your responsibility to do that ever Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. always the other person if you have to tell your guy to block a chick if you have to tell your guy that he can't watch a girl's insta stories the guy is the fucking problem right it's not even her at this point it's really him he should take control of the situation and set boundaries you shouldn't have to worry about that on the flip side 
I think guys have a right to tell their girls to block dudes. Really? Yeah. Maybe it is sexist, but unfortunately, there's certain gender norms. As women, and I'm saying this to look out for women, we always come across as insecure, no matter what the fuck we do. Mm. Whereas guys don't. Yeah. I mean, for me, it really depends on the situation. But yeah, I hear you. And I have to say, having been the other person, like the female friend, when my guy friends get in relationships, I immediately change the way that I behave towards them. And one thing I always make it a point to do that I would highly recommend is if we're talking, I'm always like, yeah, let's all hang out. Like you, me and Samantha, like when can you and Samantha come over? Why don't you, me and Samantha go get drinks? I try to, you know, create personal relationships with the girl so that she sees I'm not a threat. Yes. And we are assuming here that the girl is doing weird shit. Like It's not like she's being like Hiva, like super chill and cool and you're all hanging out and you like her and you're all friends. She's doing things that are making you uncomfortable. And we all kind of know we all have those icky gut feelings that we're like, there's something wrong with this person. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I have had guy friends. I have guy friends right now who don't really speak to me because of their girls. And I truly have done nothing wrong. And I just kind of don't give a fuck. It's whatever. But those guys, when the girl isn't around, will still fucking text me. So ladies, if you don't want your man to think you're crazy, if the friend is doing nothing wrong, you're going to have to learn to be okay with it. You do. And I think that's fine. If she's not doing anything weird, if they're super platonic, which I don't know if there's a a such thing. I think, okay, I think with guys, if he thinks you're super cool and is friends with you, there's two situations. Either he's number one, not attracted to you, or number Mm -hmm. two, is attracted to you, but doesn't think he has a chance. Yeah, for sure. And I think the better thing to do if you're presented with this situation is to look inward. Because really, I mean, studies show that jealousy correlates with low self-esteem. So the lower your self-esteem is, the more jealous you tend to get. And really what lurks behind jealousy is our own inner critical voice. It's like the, oh, I'm not as cool as she is. I'm not as pretty as she is. I'm not as thin as she is. Oh, I don't know football as well as she does or whatever it is that's triggering you. And that's not on your boyfriend and it's not on the other girl. It's on yourself and you have to get to the root of that and figure it out. 1000%. Like, don't be insecure, especially if he is showing interest in you, if he likes you, and he's telling you specifically, she's just a friend. If he's saying that to you, then take his word for it. Yeah, absolutely. More than likely, look, there's some trash guys, but more than likely, he's deducted to that point for either two reasons. He's just genuinely not attracted to her, or he tried and it didn't work out. Yeah, exactly. So... Why drive yourself crazy? And I know that's easier said than done. But one thing that I would recommend, and this is going to sound a little weird, is to just sit with the emotions and don't try to fight it. Don't do anything about it. Just allow yourself to feel it. So uh, there's a psychologist named Jill Bolt Taylor who found that if you just allow yourself to feel your emotions, they dissipate in 90 seconds. 
So all you need to do is for a minute and a half, don't shit on yourself. Don't be like, oh my God, I need to stop being jealous. I need to stop being jealous. Just be like, okay, I'm fucking jealous. Just sit there and really lean into it. Like label the feeling, label how it physiologically feels in your body. Like, is your heart racing? Are you sweating? Like what's happening? Just sit there with the feeling. And in 90 seconds, it's going to be gone. I've never done that before. I should really do that. (laughs) To be honest, I'm a lot of things. I'm a lot of shit. I'm not a jealous person. That's the one thing I'm genuinely not. I am possessive. Mm-hmm. which I think is different. And that's what I mean. It's like, I want all of your time, pay attention to me, but it's not rooted in jealousy. I'm just it's possessiveness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. I, I joke about this often. I think the only type of crazy that I'm not is jealous. Yeah. All the other things, <laughs> unstable, yes. argumentative, all the other fucking things, but I'm just not jealous. It's no. just not part of my journey. But if you are, it's fine. And honestly, if you are, if you find yourself often in situations like this, it keeps happening. I think there's a bigger reason. And I would really try to get to the root because I would be willing to bet so much money that something happened to you in childhood or maybe early adulthood, but most likely childhood, that is making you loop like this. I don't know if it was maybe infidelity in the family or just something that you saw or experienced that's making you feel like this and you really need to get to the root of it on your own. Look, at the end of the day, if a guy is going to cheat, he's going to cheat. You know, there's nothing you can do to stop it. And I'm telling you, the more you try and stop it, the more you're pushing him in that direction. Yeah. I mean, with one of my guy friends who's been one of my best friends for years, he's like a brother. He lived on my couch in D.C. for like a month and a half. We visited each other all over the place. There's just nothing there romantically. His girlfriend was okay with me at first and then something switched in her and she has issues with it now. And what's fucked up is initially me and her would hang out. We don't go out and get drinks. The three of us would go and hang out all the time. And now he has to sneak it behind her back. And he does. He'll text me when she's not around. And I usually don't respond out of respect for her, even though I think she's a fucking bitch. But... (laughs) But there have been a few times where he's just like unexpectedly come over. And I've always been like, this bitch shot herself in the fucking foot. Because instead of it being the three of us hanging out, now her boyfriend is lying to her and sneaking over to see me, which is shady. And I and listen, I don't try to encourage that behavior at all. All I'm saying is don't be that girl. Do not have her know that you've tried to excommunicate her. What is it? Keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. Like if you see this girl as an enemy, then be friends with her. Be at least cool with her at the very fucking least. Yeah, I think the best thing you could do is befriend her. Get really fucking close to her. Because then even if she does have ulterior motives, she's a human being. If she gets to know you, even if she's real shitty, if she gets to know you, she's going to start second guessing it. Yeah, at least be friends with her. Find out her weaknesses so you can take her the fuck down. Like, don't be smart. (laughs) So going back to this, let's say 
you have a boyfriend, you're committed, you're exclusive. He has a female friend and she calls him at all hours. She drunk dials him. She comes over unannounced. She, you know, is kind of flirty with him in a weird way. She does kind of shady things. And let's say your boyfriend is a really good, sweet, nice guy who maybe is either a little oblivious to it or just is the type who has a hard time setting boundaries. But you can tell that he's not being shady. How do you think that girlfriend should handle it? I think you go to him and you say, look, she does things that make me feel a bit uncomfortable. Never make him like you're not handling it well or you don't know how to set boundaries. You paint her as someone that is making you feel uncomfortable. And honestly, it has nothing to do with the fact that she is a she. If a guy was drunk dialing all the time and coming over unannounced and not knowing to not text or call like aggressively, I wouldn't really like that either. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's nothing to do and it shouldn't have anything to do with gender at that point. It's that this person doesn't understand boundaries and they're making you feel uncomfortable and he needs to set those boundaries with her if he can't do that then fuck him honestly yeah if he can't respect your feelings and you are you have full range of saying this like you are completely in the right you're not just being paranoid then honestly that's not a person you want to be with because he should be putting you number one yeah I love that there's only one thing I want to add on to this and This is really specific to females because I don't think guys do this. Be really, really conscious of who you vent to about this stuff. Because I think as females, we have this real fucked up tendency to rile each other up. Yeah, it's really bad. I've seen it happen so often where you're like mildly irked by something a guy did and you vent about it to your friends and then they're like, oh my God, that's so fucked up. I can't believe he would do that, blah, blah. And then you're just seeing red yeah. and you weren't even that pissed to begin with. No, when you're on the ledge, as Eve and I always say, you want someone that's going to push you off the ledge, not push you down the fucking ledge. Like you want to walk away from the ledge. You don't want to fall into the fucking fire pit of hell yep be very very mindful and selective of who you talk about your relationship with there is honestly I have maybe like three people and they're my closest friend it's like Kiva and two other girls that I say anything about my relationship to because I've had those experiences I've gotten in a fight I've told one of my girlfriends and then she'll fucking bring it up like a month later Mm -hmm. like I forgot about it and she'll be like well you know when blah 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 did this and I was like bitch how the fuck do you remember I forgot (laughs) all about this like why are you getting me all fucking worked up now yeah it's so fucked up and it really I don't know guys that do this I think it's primarily girls that do this I mean I really only talk to Tiffany about my relationship stuff because she's so good at putting things in perspective I mean the other day I was mad at Van Guy and our super expedited relationship (laughs) so we just whipped right through the honeymoon phase and are already at the bickering stage (laughs) they're like an old married couple now it's been like three hours (laughs) no but really though yeah 
<laughs> we're joking but like also kind of true <laughs> yeah, that's actually spot on yeah <laughs> but yeah tiffany's the only person i'll talk to because if i talked to, about it with someone else she would have probably been like oh my god i can't believe he did that like blah blah whereas tiffany was like i don't do you actually give a shit? Like, yeah. <laughs> does this actually even matter? Like, I think maybe just like take a walk around the block and then get the fuck over it. <laughs> Honestly, every time you message me with anything, I'm like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think you're fine. Like, it's okay. Yeah. And that's yeah, honest. It's, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. Most things aren't that big of a deal. No, unless he's doing something really fucked up and if it was really fucked up you wouldn't be sending me a voice memo about it you'd be like fucking cutting him out of your life for good like there's no need to discuss it yeah i'd be in the process of like lorena bobbiting his donkey dick (laughs) just slashing all the tires to the van like it would be done like the van would be fucking in a ditch it'd be gone On that note, we need to wrap this up because I have to go take more ibuprofen. So our review of the week, the person who wrote this will automatically be entered into the giveaway. Amazing. I stumbled across this podcast unexpectedly and could not be more excited to have subscribed after listening to the first 1.5 episodes. The hosts are intelligent, relatable, and hilarious. I appreciate their well-researched theories and can't wait for more. Thank you, Jason. That's so fucking sweet. I love that. Thank you so much, Jason. You sound like an angel of a gem of a person. Yeah, seriously. I don't know if intelligent, relatable, and hilarious are the words that I would use. I would maybe use like crazy, unhinged, and hilarious. I think we're funny. <laughs> I'll give her I'll give ourselves that. <laughs> Unintentionally, but I guess. <laughs> They're funny in a laughing at them kind of way. <laughs> Are we doing a fucked up giveaway this week? Oh, it's a good one. We've been talking about Van Guy a lot. We already gave away his van. We already threatened to kidnap him and give him away. That's no longer on the table because I have kidnapped him and I'm holding him hostage in my apartment. So, (laughs) But since I've talked a lot this episode about his well-endowedness and how it is fucked up my entire body oh my god the winner of this week's giveaway what i will sneak attack take a dick pic and i will <laughs> send it to you. <laughs> we can't do that Hiva. like i'm actually like we can't <laughs> i i'm really concerned about him listening to the podcast and suing us <laughs> Potentially, I don't know. I don't know what's on the fucking table. He's gonna be like, "What the fuck? You're sending people pictures of my dick." I do always assume, though, if I send a nude, other people are seeing it. Yeah, I th- I think you should never send a nude that you're not comfortable with other people seeing. So I mean, look, he has he's very well endowed. Maybe you don't want to release the dick pic. It could be girls just sliding into those DMs. Well, no one knows his name and his face won't be in it. So good luck, ladies. He's mine. (laughs) And even if they did, you wouldn't care because guess what we talked about this episode? None of it fucking matters. No jealousy. None of it matters. Take your best shot, ladies. (laughs) I will fucking kill you. (laughs) With all that said, if any woman comes from a man, she will not be a woman after that. She'll just be like a corpse. So. We said all this shit about jealousy, but at the end of the day, if anyone came for my man, I would fuck up their shit. (laughs) 
over here like, oh, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. I'll murder you. Yeah. You looked at him. You looked at him. Well, guess what? You're going to fucking regret that. <laughs> so submit to this uh, this giveaway and I guess you'll get a fucking dick pic. I don't know. Yeah. Free nudes. This is where we've come to you guys. Please subscribe. Yeah. Please. Seriously, please share this podcast with your family and friends. <laughs> it's getting levels of like sad and weird. I mean, as though threatening to kidnap him and set his van on fire or alternatively give his van away wasn't enough, I'm now entering him into pornography (laughs) against his will. I mean, I can just picture the lawsuit now. Uh, I hope he's flattered by all of this, if anything, at the very least. Tune in next week to find out if I have a restraining order against me, I'm in prison, or if he was super flattered. Yeah, if you don't get an episode next week from this podcast, there's been a gag order and not the gag order he has been dealing with. On that note, we can't top that. On that note, love you guys. Bye, guys.